Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome listeners to episode 23 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking about pets is barely enough. The mics are hot, the tape is rolling, the cans are on the ears. It's time for another potting adventure into the world of your pets. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by the man to turn to when you need a pet cash doppelganger. It's Lewis Kirk. I'm Lewis. How you going, mate? Good, Robbie. Good. How are you, mate? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Can we put that picture that, we, that you sent me onto the, uh, you know, onto the website and onto the socials, buddy? You He's know? a good-looking Pat Cash, isn't He's he? A good-looking Pat Cash. <laughs> it was, it was very, so clean-shaven and with um, so much hair on top. Yeah, I know. It, I'll be honest with you. I had to double-take and go, hang on, is that... And because of no glasses as well. Yeah. I had to double-take there and go... Hang on, geez, is that Lewis? Or has he just sent me a picture of someone else that's done themselves up looking like Pat Cash? Yeah, so to back, back it up a bit, obviously last night we had our school trivia night and it was um, go to school as your your childhood hero. Right, yes. And over over the um, the walls of my bedroom were posters of Pat Cash. Yeah, good. One, one topless. Oh, kind of, kind of odd for a... Racy. For a, yeah, but you know, that's that's okay. Yeah, but was that one from TV Week or Woman's Day it, or something you, like it that? It might have been yeah, TV Week. You might be right. Yeah, yeah right. could have been. Anyway, so uh, childhood hero, I went along as Pat Cash. Nice. And uh, shave, shaved down for it, j- just the face. Oh, shaved the beard, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't get any ideas. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, that that was the photo that you saw. Deb went along as ninety nine, right? From, from, from Get Smart, from Look, Get Smart, looked yeah. fantastic. Had the, had the shoe phone, the nice. full trench coat. Yeah, uh, looked, looked amazing. It was a fun night. It was a good night. So I'm a bit, a little bit tired today. A little bit, it was <laughs> a, a late, dusty late night. Uh, not really dusty, just a late night. And yeah. um. And uh, so, yeah, if, well, hopefully we'll get through the podcast before my voice goes out from yelling <laughs> over the musical hey, night. Was there anyone there that was, um, you know, dressed up as your arch nemesis, Ivan Lendl? No, no. There was there was Ken and Barbie tennis, which is about the closest that got oh, to okay. me. Okay, yeah, like these right. People sort of with the the uh, the you know the sweater or the, the sweater the double. rolled up up over the yep with the the sleeves tucked under the neck. Yeah, right. Yeah, looking very prim and proper. That was quite quite good. But right, some yeah. amazing outfits. Uh, one of the the ladies on our table went as Flojo. Oh, Flojo yeah, with the big nails, big nails, the one leg sort of uh, racing suit. You know, yeah, she looked right. amazing. Look look really good. And wow, yeah. And, uh, you know, there were Ariels, there was uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, just everything. It was really big effort. 300 people. Crikey, that's huge. In, in it, the, yeah, all, it, all dressed up. It was amazing night. It, it reminds me of one of the um, what, uh, one of the weird um, vet school stories that I've got, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, when we have all our vet balls and, you know, there'd be different, you know, dress-up themes and that sort of stuff. It was for one of the vet balls. It must have been in my... I think it was in my second year um, that I went to the urinal, right? Because you know, you had had a few, a few, you know, a medium strength beers, well lubricated, beers. Yeah, yeah, well lubricated. Yes. Um, and and it's the only time it's happened. I reckon the only time in my life that it will ever happen that I was sharing the urinal with an AFL football star and someone dressed as a Smurf. <laughs> H- hang on a second. Yeah. No way. Yes. You, who was? The AFL footy star, yeah, I could probably guess who that might be. Yeah, Andy the McKay. Smurf, anyone at all particular? No, I don't, that wasn't you dressed as... Yeah, that's no me. way! <laughs> yeah. Get out of town! Yeah, me and a mate were in the Smurfs. Yeah. Oh, no way! <laughs> yeah. How bizarre is that? And it was an awesome phone. Actually, the screensaver on my phone is yeah. me and Deb at the ball. Yeah, I yeah. should try and get it up for you. Have a look at the phone. Let's have a look. See yeah. if you can get get the main screen. Here, pass over here. Oh, yeah, Let's yeah. click on the main screen. And... Uh, and see if you recognise. Oh, it's not going to work. I'll be so honest with you, mate. I was, um, yeah. When you're heading to the toilet and someone's <laughs> dressed as a Smurf and there's an AFL footy player there, you're um concentrate on your oh, own job. It was. I can definitely tell from behind that you're dressed as a Smurf. Yeah, no. It's, well, it's not going to work. Yeah, me and me and another mate, me and Staz. Oh, it was Staz, was when it? When is Smurfs? Yeah, what the <laughs> that's bizarre. <laughs> How's that? Your funny story. Anyway, I don't oh. want to spoil it for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
That oh, is insane. We'll have to put that picture on the socials, me and oh, Deb. I can't fantastic. get it. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. So, look, I can't get that working. So. <laughs> but, yeah, the AFL footy start. What's that? Andy McKay? Andy McKay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so, he, he, he was in the year level above me. So, yes. he was in Christina's year yes. level, which I think would have been two year levels year below, b- year below you. Year below me. Year I think, below I you. There so. you go. Or maybe two years below. Maybe year below. Year below, maybe. I think yes. so, yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Oh, there you there go. There you go. That, eh? yeah. Oh, nice. We, we met a Smurfs yeah. at the <laughs> at, at the toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, I was just some poor little new grad. You, what were you dressed as? Did you, did you, did you oh, get I, in the gig? I can't remember. I can't remember what the theme of the night was. You oh. know, it was... Um, Touch of history. Oh, was it? Yeah, Touch of history. Touch of yeah. history. Yeah. yeah. I can't so remember. So people like Abraham Lincoln and all that sort of stuff. Jeez, I can't ha- even uh, remember. James Herriot, Dr. Harry. Oh, we're in a Smurfs. You're in a Smurfs. I, I can't flat oh. out cannot remember. It's actually, it's actually an awesome photo of Sam Snelling, who we interviewed last week. Yeah, yeah. Or the week before, sorry. Yes, yeah. Uh, surgical specialist holding me like a baby as a Smurf <laughs> at that ball. <laughs> and if I could still find it, I'd love to. I don't know where it is. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, there you it's go. A, it's an awesome photo. That, so. that was back in the days before everything was digital and you could keep a hold of everything. Oh, yeah, that's they would right. have to have. Yeah. Yeah, so some, somebody in a photo lab would have printed it out going, what in yeah. the hell Yeah, hell that's is right. This? Waited two weeks. Weeks for the photo to print. <laughs> <laughs> to see what it is. Anyway, all right. Look, this week let's get get, get, get into it. We've actually set up a a little bit of a Patreon page. Hey, so we we're looking just for a bit of support. Obviously, we've been doing this pod for nearly a quarter of a quarter of a century. Yes, number yeah. now. And, uh, and we thought perhaps it'd be time if we went to our loyal listeners out there and just ask for a little bit of support with what we're doing. Yep. Because it costs us money. You know, there's, there's uh, you know, the website hosting, there's the the podcast hosting. Buying the equipment and yes. things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Pet- um, petrol money to meet up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so we just, we've set up a little Patreon thing and just sort of see, you know, hopeful that some people out there find what we're doing useful and want us to keep doing it. Um, so there are a few different tiers of uh, the way it works. Got some go different the, levels. Yeah, yep. you go on the Patreon website, search for Two Vets Talk Pets. Yep. Um, and you can choose a small amount, anything from sort of a, a $2 a month to, which is, what's that, 50 cents, if I'm maths correct, 50 yep. cents an episode. 50 cents an episode, So yep. if you think we're worth 50 cents an episode, <laughs> <laughs> or, or perhaps even... 25 cents each. 25 cents each. Yes, there you go. An episode. Are you worth 25 cents each, mate? Oh, gee, I'm worth a quarter. Yeah, yeah. A, quarter, a quarter in the American money for our US <laughs> listeners. Oh, yeah. nice. Good. Like that. Madagascan. Madagascan. I'm not sure. What, what's the uh, uh, current? Kroner? No, Kroner, is it? No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no it's a singer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anything from you know, sort of $2, you get as little as $2 a month. Up to uh, thirty dollars a month. Yeah, um, and and have we got any uh, any incentives there, oh, Lewis, for trying well, to? Uh, well, apart from supporting us, yes, yeah, and, and our uh, undying appreciation, undying appreciation. Do you think yes. people want more than that? Oh, maybe, maybe. There's well, always got to be in it for something else. Yeah, well, we've got uh, you know, depending on the tier, we've got a sticker. Yes. Uh, we'll give a shout out to you and your pets on the show Fantastic. and a, a special thank you. And then there is the option of getting an official Two Vets Talk Tets t-shirt. Wow. For our Australian listeners only currently. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, only because we don't have the funds to post a Madagascar at the moment. That's right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, we set that up. We, well, that was set up a week ago, and uh, any sniffs at all, mate? So, uh, so yeah, we've had uh, yeah, a great friend of the show, Claudia. Um, oh, yes. The, uh, yeah, the the owner of uh, through the most wonderful Bernese Mountain Dogs in the world. Oh, she's beautiful. um she's jumped on board as as a supporter. So thank you very much, Claudia. Claudia, and uh, and uh, you know all your uh, your wonderful hounds. So uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, she only hasn't just jumped on, mate. She is a guy. She's come in. As a platinum VIP owner, very important pet owner, mate. Platinum, right. thank you very jumped, much, Claudia. Jumped in at second top tier with with twenty dollars a month. So wow, thank you very thank much. We really appreciate well, it, Claudia. Thank you so much. It goes a long way to us us producing this show and gives us a little bit of a little bit of feedback that perhaps we're doing the right thing. And, and we're people doing enjoying okay. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, you know, you it's. It's an it's an optional thing, you know, but it's just something you know. If you if you want to you know sling us some money, it's uh, yeah really greatly appreciated. So, Very uh, much so. You know, the, you'll find the link in the in the show notes, and um, we'll also have it on uh, on our socials and things like that. So if you do want to go and check it out, uh, please feel free to. We would love to have, love to hear from you. Exactly, exactly. Now, what's been happening this week, mate? What do you got for us? Oh, so um, so uh, I've got um, you know. 
you know those days when you're when you're a vet and you have the day off and you really really appreciate they're not having to think as a vet yes, you know and yes. you just go right okay it's, it's it's the day off we're gonna okay I gotta go to school and do all the stuff that I got to try and help out with the kids back at school mate back at school yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Right. Got, got to repeat grade one again you know it's a shame but you know they um I, I stole my pen license when I was in grade three so they finally found me out you know Pre- prep was the best five years of your life oh, absolutely yeah. it was terrific it was like uh, like um what was uh, Billy Madison yeah as we're going back to Adam Sandler back movies again. Back to school. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to school. No idea what you're talking about. No idea at all. No, no. Um, yeah, so uh, your day was off. One, wasn't it the one with the huge penguin that was running around in it as well? Oh, wasn't Madison? there a clown? Oh, yes, there was a clown. Yeah, yeah, there was the clown. Yeah, Kept yeah. dying horrible deaths. Oh, is that it? Yeah, you're right, yeah, I think. Yeah, that, uh, one of them. Um, so, um, so yeah, on uh, on Monday night, I uh, got home from work and we're brushing the kids' teeth and Melvin started sounding like he was going to vomit in oh, the bedroom. Yeah. So, quickly grabbed him, chucked him in the shower and bleh, vomited, uh, on, the, vomited uh, on the floor. Nothing makes you run faster, does it, than hearing those first you... You're like, whoa, where's the cat? Find that cat. <laughs> Chucked some newspaper under its <laughs> head or something like that. Yeah. So, so Melvin had a vomit in the shower. No yep. problems. Easy to clean up. That's fine. Then later on that night, Parker then jumped on the dining room table and had a vomit on the dining room nice. table. Nice. And Good oh, job, Parker. Awesome. Isn't that great? So um, neither of them really wanted to eat their dinner. I go, well, that's a bit weird. They're usually pretty good on the yeah. tooth. Chuck them into bed, you know, because it's late on a Monday night. I'm not going to worry too much about it. They both yeah. seem like they're otherwise bright. Wake up the next morning, Tuesday morning, my day off, and there are five vomits oh, on the laundry floor. Mate. Let the cats out, and Melvin just gets out into the sunroom bleh, bleh, and has another crack at it. Go, rightio, into the car, well, into the cat on carrier, your house. Wow. Take, him in, take him into work. So, um, so I got to spend my day off, um, in at work, uh, taking X-rays and running blood tests and giving the cats medications and all right. that sort of stuff. Both absolutely fine. Their blood, because they're both you know eleven years old now. So yeah. you start to think, right, well. Could there be something going on? Yes. And, and then you go, oh, you remember Melvin vomited a little bit, a little while ago. So ran bloods, they were all fine. Took x-rays, they were all fine. Gave him some medications and put him on a, a easily digestible, easily absorbed diet. And they were both, you know, uh, smashing each other out of the way for food later on in the day. So... So that was all fine. Cured, but, um, mate. Yeah, Cured. Yeah. Fantastic. But I, but I thought that's a good segue because I see on the on the run sheet we're going to talk about vomiting kitty cats later we'll, on. We'll, we'll so. get into that later on, definitely. But yeah, for, for sure. Now, um, this week was International Cat Day. Oh, fantastic. And being how organised we are, mate. Yeah. We, we missed thing. it. Yeah, yeah, we missed it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so happy International Cat Day. Yeah. So, cat Day to all our, our cat listeners. I thought I'd just go through perhaps a little cat facts. Yes. Here's some, some cat facts. Yeah, some cat facts. So... The first, so here we go, there's a whole, got a, a list of them. Yeah. The first domesticated cat dates back to 9,500 years ago in Cyprus. Right. Archaeologists reported that they had found the bones of a cat positioned alongside the bones of a human. Right. In a state of preservation that suggests they were buried together. So what? What? when was this? What's the... Uh, uh, 9,500 years ago. Where does that work in with all the um the the Egyptians? And yeah, well like that's that. true. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, maybe Egyptians hadn't domesticated them; they were just living in, uh, accompanying them. You know, so right. had them as, as keeping vermin away. Yeah, yeah, righty. Eh? Whereas yeah. domestication, obviously, this cat was buried with the owner, or so supposed to be buried with the owner. Yeah, right. Um, jumping straight across from that, Blackie. Yeah. Uh, in May 1988, became the wealthiest cat ever. Right. When its owner, Ben Rea, a millionaire antiques dealer in the UK, left the feline $12.5 million. Shut the front dollars. Wow. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah, what, what level is that on the Patreon, <laughs> mate? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get a special T-shirt, mate, a little cat-sized T-shirt. That'd be oh, all right. I think we probably could afford that. Put yeah, a yeah, few yeah. on it as well, I reckon. <laughs> and, and the cat can just keep on cloning itself too. So it's just yes. going to be yeah, just this constant run of... Uh, In perpetuum. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that cat and cockroach is going to outlive us all. <laughs> as well as Barbara Streisand's animals. Barbara Streisand, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, like, talking about expensive stuff, the most expensive cat on record was a Bengal named Kato. Right, yeah. Which a London socialite, Cindy, bought for a reported $41,435 
in what? 1988. Bloody, in How 1988 still? Yeah. Bloody So hell. with inflation, mate, that's over 100 grand, I reckon. You, well, the thing wasn't used as like a way of trying to smuggle diamonds into the UK oh, or something, was look, it? Yeah, because that'd yeah. be the, you know, because well, crikey, that's an expensive cat. It is a very expensive cat. The, the It was a Bengal. Right, yeah. Uh, notoriously expensive, running from 500 to five thousand dollars a kitten, which yep. that's probably in the US. So in Aussie, it's probably up to seven thousand, eight thousand. So that's right, about yeah. right. I yeah, reckon. yeah. Cato was bred by Lord Esmond Gay, right, of Bedfordshire, who had many celebrity clients before closing his breeding business in two thousand and four. Right. Under what sort of circumstances? Well, yeah, yeah yes, maybe those you, diamonds were yeah. blood diamonds. <laughs> I certainly would be if they were in the cat for a yeah, while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Came out bloody, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, keep moving on. So, uh, the longest living domestic cat. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, sorry, longest length. Longest, longest length. length. Oh, yeah. let's not get confused with that. 48 and a half inches long, more than four feet long. Gee so it's whiz. over a metre long. It's like a, like a snake. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and, huge. and that's and that's just going to be body, like not tail. Oh, I don't, actually, I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah. Don't because know about that. Yeah. Stewie was his name. Stewie. A grey tabby Maine Coon. Oh, I was going to say it would probably be a Maine yeah. Coon. I mean, those cats are, are enormous. Yeah. The largest living cat. Yeah. So this is, must be on weight, is an adult male Liger. Right. You know about Ligers, mate? No. So Liger is a cross between a lion and a, a, a male lion and a female tiger. Gives you a Liger. So, oh, okay, rightio, yeah, yeah. So, so it's not necessarily a domestic cat. No, just a living cat. Yeah, guess, okay, yeah, right. Cat species. Is that like a about. cat donkey then? Oh no, okay. Well, what's a, what's yeah. the one where you put a not a donkey? What's it where you um, breed a horse and a donkey and it makes a, a something that can't then it's then sterile. Uh, the sterile, yeah. Does, uh, that, does that ring a bell a to honky, you? From it's a honky, isn't a it? Honky. A honky. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a few. There's a few. There's a few. <laughs> A honky. Yeah, there's, oh. a, there's a few more though. If you yeah. cross a, you got a liger. Yeah. Then you've got a tigon. A tigon. You cross a, t- a tiger and a lion. Yeah, a female tiger and a sorry, a male tiger and a female lion. It's right. a tigon or a tiglon. 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 Isn't that a VW car? Tiguan. Oh, Tiguan. 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 Right. Tiguan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you cross a tigon and a tiger, you get a titagon. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting crazy now. It's getting now. a bit mad Isn't now. Yeah, mad? yeah, yeah. but if you cross a puma and a leopard, you get a puma pards. Puma, puma pards. Right. They're dwarfs. All dwarfs. Really? Yeah, dwarf. Well, sorry, short stature. Short, 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 short stature. Statured, yeah, puma, yeah. puma leopard cats. Yeah, puma pards. So uh, there you go. Pumas and leopards wouldn't even be together in, like, they're, they're from completely different uh, ecosystems, aren't they? You know, uh, so that, that'd have to be a, someone's left the gate open in the cat enclosure well, at the zoo. yeah, or someone's got on the ship and sailed. <laughs> 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 they sailed between continents. <laughs> but you're right, uh, something jumped the fence at the zoo for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, there's, there's a few facts. Have I, have I got any more? Oh, there's one more. Austin uh, was the oldest cat ever. What, what sort of age do you reckon, mate? We do this a lot, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a... Um, so, the old... Uh, let's see. Well, so, we were saying the oldest cat I've seen was 23. Yeah. But it's that's... Near, but it's nowhere near. Yeah. I reckon... I reckon it'd be up around the... I reckon you get a bit of change out of 30. Yeah, 32, I'll go. 38. 38? 38 years and six days old. Gee whiz. Isn't that amazing? That uh, isn't because it got third degree burns from blowing out 38 candles, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unbelievable. Austin Cat Cream Puff was its name. Right. Cream Puff. So there you go. Cream just Puff. Bit, just welcome. Yeah, congratulations or happy International Cat Day. What do we say? Happy, uh, yeah, happy or congratulations. I'm not sure what you say for well, that. Well, just, yeah, well, 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 yeah, um, Oh, I guess it's like Christmas, but maybe Merry Cat Day. Yeah, Meowy Cat Day. Meowy Cat yeah, Day, love, love it. it. Right, eh? yeah, Meowy yeah. Cat Day Meowie out cat there. Day. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, now, um, have you been, uh, yeah, we, uh, you're obviously very active on uh, on Instagram oh, because you put all those uh, those cute pictures of all the uh, all the puppies on there. When you sent me that one of the little dog saying, uh, I think I've just destroyed the internet with this last <laughs> photo. I've gone, oh, crap, right. I've got to have a look at it. That little one with the, what was it, little, um, a little terrier cross puppy? It's like a... I think it was some, some weird cross. It was like a staffy cross with a Jack Russell. It looks nothing like it. Really? It looks more like an Aussie Terrier or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, just a little wiry thing yeah, around its 
nose. It's very cute. Great, but from a photographic point of view, perfect yeah. shot of focusing oh, thanks, on his mate. eyes. Yeah, oh, That was know. dynamite. Which yeah. one of your nurses I've took that one for you? <laughs> <laughs> I've done a course, mate, on oh, the you? iPhone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I must say, on YouTube. I must say, every time we get a cute puppy, and I think of you, Rob, I think, oh, I've got to have to, Robbie. Oh, got to put a better hard. one on. It's not hard. I keep trying to get these ones. I get like 20 likes on mine. I go, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and I look at yours, you've got like 78. I go, oh, gee whiz. Still not many. Not, not as many as Chris Brown. No, I know. Or Charlie Pickering. No, I know. Either I'm yeah, yeah. bugger both of them. You know, yeah. If, yeah. If, if, you go to the, if you go to the Logies, you know, you're, not, you're not allowed to be mentioned on this podcast now. Yeah, oh, like right. Logie free zone. Oh, right. right. Adam Zwar? At, no, no, Adam Zwar's fine. Yeah, he's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still good. Friend, friend, friend voiceover man, yeah. yeah, friend of the pod. Um, so we've um, and we've just cracked um, six hundred uh, followers yeah. the other day, which, which is um, so, seems like a lot for us. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, considering we started at you know one hundred and fifty and two hundred, not all that long yeah. ago. Then suddenly we've just sort of had a big kick on. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. we've had um, you know, sort of the 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 the, the um, uh, crew yes. sort of jumped on board. Yes. And yes. We've had some Maltese at people right. jump on board as well. But yeah, okay. I thought we just have a little bit of a look at some of the um, some of the uh, some of the people that have been following us on right. uh, on, on yeah. Facebook yeah. just to, oh, on Facebook on listen to me it's so so 2006 <laughs> on Instagram um, just uh, you know there was a couple of um, couple of interesting ones we've got um, Spud the Springer Spaniel oh, yeah. you know, he's he's following us Shout so, out to so Spud. hi Spud uh, let's see who else we've got um, there's, we're getting a few vets following us as well like right. especially over in uh, over in America which is uh, okay. which is pretty pretty yeah, good a, few vet, a lot of vet students I think follow yeah, us and um, enjoy the show there's Graham the Greyhound hello yeah. Graham the Greyhound. Love the name. Um, Graham. Is that with an H or an A? Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, that it is Graeme. Right, Graeme. Graeme. Welcome, Graeme. Welcome, one and all. Uh, let's another, another VIP owner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of other. Um, there's a, a fun with uh, the wellness vet, the cat clinic. Is that uh, friend of the show? Uh, oh, it could be uh, Richard. Yeah, it could be Richard. Could Gow. not be too. It's might America, not be. There might be other other cat clinics around. Yeah, I think around. there's probably um, few around. <laughs> yeah, not not the only cat clinic going around in the world. Um, Doctor Vet Mum. You know, oh, DVM yeah, DVM or Vet Mom. 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 He's a mom, mom. is yeah, it? Yeah, right. Yeah, Very so good. That's, that's over in Shout out if she's listening. Um, the the Mastiff Fan Club. You know, oh so yeah, there we go, right. You know, so that's a good one. But um, wow. oh, my subscription's obviously gone through. That's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a. Jeez, uh, I'm trying to find where it is. Any Russian uh, ones, mate? Any? Oh, well, any, it doesn't uh, seem no. like there's any bots, but no. you know, you never know. You're luck in the big. We've got one li- one listener in in the Russian Federation. Really? I don't know what that means, but yeah, it must no. be Russia. Uh, are, they, are they are they trying to are they trying to get out? Are they uh, you know stuck in a gulag somewhere? Or oh, I don't know. Strasvutsje though to all our uh, Russian. <laughs> Russian listeners. Uh, where are they? Oh, the, um, the the one I was trying to find was one. Um, it was it was a weird one. It was. Um, uh, All right, we well, have you keep having a look. Oh, I'll keep looking at that. Yeah, what, what else? What else you got? Man? So this is an article in the in the National Geographic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, entitled "The Joy of the Chase." Right. Now, Brazilian. It's set in Brazil. Brazilian ecologist Nina Atius. Yeah, has spent years studying. Species of armadillos. Right, okay, yeah, armadillos. Her, her, doctor, her doctoral research focused on Euphractus sexinctus. Bless you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gesundheit. <laughs> yeah. So okay, what, what? okay, the yellow or six-banded armadillo. Right. So I don't know how many bands they normally have, but this one's got six bands. And yeah, yellow, rightio. Whose courtship rituals she has observed and filmed. Oh, hello. There we go. Hello. It's get, getting blue. In the Pantanal wetlands of Brazil. Oh, I'd love to go there. That'd be the, the Pantalan wetlands? Yeah, Pantanal. Oh, Pantanal. Pant- not, what did you say? Uh, it sounded dirtier than what yeah, I had intended it yeah, to. It right. wasn't meant to be. It, it was a legitimate one. And then when I've said, I've gone, oh, geez, that sounds a little dicey, you know? <laughs> actually, speaking of that, we actually got some feedback this week about your some of your pronunciation. Right. Now, we often talk about a medication that's a casein supplement right. for behaviour, for calming pets. Yeah. How do you say? I, I say Zolkine. Yeah, so I think it might be Zilkeen. Zilkeen. Yeah, so we've got to get on to get on top of that. So I've actually created a little ditty for you, mate. Oh, nice. Thank yeah. you. Don't be a dill. Keep your pet chill. Fill them up with Zilkeen. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. you got to remember that, nice mate. Nice little jingle. Yeah. Dun, 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 That's right. Dun, 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 dun. And I reckon if we get some more Patreon sponsorship, we'll tee off some, some speech pathology lessons so you can Thank, out some, some speech great. pathology lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't slip that one that's, past me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got me. So armadillos. Yeah, sorry, mate. Armadillos. So when males catch... Uh, so this is the... the 
the Pantanal in the wetlands of Brazil, yellow yes. armadillo love blooms year round. Right, okay. When males catch the scent of a female in estrus, so on a heat in oh, season, yes, yep. they approach and, in, in, this is a quote, she start just starts running. Right, Asia away. says, you'll see a female running like crazy and a bunch of males chasing her. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah. So it's like Pampaloma for, uh, for armadillos. <laughs> yeah, or the, or, the, or the Bachelor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> recently got voted off. Once, yeah, I know. Still hurts. Yeah, once a swift suitor manages to mount the female, yeah. coitus actually happens while they're running. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, is that? Even as other males chase them, the couples stay coupled. Oh, really? Sweet. So they're sort of, oh, that's right. So they're sort of locked in, but, yeah. but they're still caught in a race. Yeah, 40Ks in the marathon, they're still holding on, right. mate. <laughs> they've it, got some, much to do some pelvic floor yeah, work. It, yeah. it, it, it helps that among mammals, armadillos have one of the largest penises relative to body size. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> what, and they still manage to run. No wonder they can run so fast. They're running on five legs. <laughs> well, I think it's dragging behind by the yeah. sound of it. <laughs> And You've got to try and tuck it around their knee or something like that. An e-sexintus male may have a 13-inch long body and a 6-inch long penis. Far out. <laughs> Gee whiz. Oh, um, rightio. I'll well, just they, pause it, mate. You just fill it in. I'm just thinking. <laughs> you know, that's, um, I'm speechless too. That is, that's uh, that's you know, impressive. Yeah, you know, yeah. congratulations. Insane. Yes, yeah, yeah. They, they must be very proud. Yeah, yeah. You know? yes, that's right. They must be very, very proud. Proud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And if on the run sex succeeds, sixty to sixty-five days later, the female may, may bear one or two pups. Wow. So there you go. There's an, there's an interesting uh, uh, year study, doctoral research, right? Finding yeah. that they have sex on the run. Well, there you go. Uh, I guess if they're um, if the female is running, if he's got a Six-inch six penis. Well, he probably doesn't have to catch right up to her. He can sort of get her while she's, you know, got a little bit of a head start. That's all right, you know. <laughs> he thinks he's got a bit of a lasso that he can oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> kind of reach her uh, Just a go-go gadget Extend style. a bit. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Okay, mate, what do you got? You got um, hey, did I'm you so, find that thing on Insta or not? Well, um, no, I don't Move on. I, 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 no, couldn't right. find, I couldn't find what was after. It was a, um, a really, it was um, like a, a, a multi It was Caltex. Right. Yeah, Astra- Australia Caltex oh, was yeah. following us. Oh, fantastic. Which is bizarre, you know. Right. And, and I looked and it was a legitimate one that, you know, has got the pictures of right. Timmy Cahill and the guy that, oh, that you know, jumps outside of the Caltex ones. So maybe they're looking to sponsor us, mate. That'd yeah. be all right, yeah. you know. I'm but sure they, we can work in something about Cal- Caltex. Caltex, Caltex you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get something in there. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Mate, <laughs> maybe the, the, uh, the guys serving behind the counter... Maybe yeah. they're listening to the podcast, so they feel they have to follow us. They could be. That'd yeah. be all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out to Caltex, and perhaps just let us know why you're following well, us. Why you're following us? That's all right. Yeah. You know? All right. Um, and so, so the other thing that then I found, um, looking on uh, the uh, yeah, look, looking for interesting animal stories. Um, yep. News.com.au. So, yeah, the, so, so, so the Murdoch Press. Yeah, so right. You know it's going to be pretty good, and it's come from South Australia as well. Right. Yep. Here we go. Get ready. U.S. researchers find an association between Toxoplasma gondii infection and an increase in risk-taking behaviours. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. this just piqued my interest as an absolute load of BS. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? Let's have a little this look. Is, so is, I've heard of this study. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like the dubious claim of a crappy daytime TV ad, but researchers say a parasite found in cat poo can improve the entrepreneurial spirit of the those it infects. It's about one in five Australians, more likely cat owners, your move dog people. Wow. So there you go. Well, there's a there's a potential uh spin off we could do, mate. What if we could do some uh some sort of a, a Mars bar entrepreneur cat you know, like a, a little snack for entrepreneurs to just keep them going, just just uh, filled with uh, toxoplasma. You reckon? I think it's got. I think it's got a good spot for the uh, for the Shark Tank. You go in there. Hi, sharks. My name's Robbie Anderton. Hi, Glenn Richards. I know you used to be a vet, but now you're you know a multi millionaire, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Here's my pitch. Okay. Did you know that there's a research paper that says that cat poo can increase your entrepreneurial spirit? So I've come out with these little cat poo pellets. Yeah. Where you get to eat it and you can self infect yourself. 
yourself to improve your entrepreneurial spirit. Here's a sample. Here's a sample, you guys. Go and have one. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Have the cat poo pellet. There you go. Well, maybe they've already had it. They're already cats. So they they know it. They're onto it. Maybe they've already been eating cat poo yeah. all their lives. Yeah. And that's the reason why they're on the shark that's tank. Right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if we started getting in a bit of, oh, this is going in a bad direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting yeah. worse. Um, so, you know, they've... Um, so they go on to sort of talk about, uh, so researchers in America have found an association between toxoplasma Gondi infection and an increase in risk-taking behaviours and decrease in fear of failure by combining data from university students, business professionals, and global databases. They right. say it emphasises the hidden role of parasites as potential drivers of behaviour and economic outcomes. Where Toxopl- are we? So, you know, so they're saying that using cats as its primary host, the parasites affect um, on mouse behavior is well documented so they're saying that you know okay so if it makes the um if it makes mice more um adventurous and yeah. things that maybe then that will have a you know uh, have some sort of effect and they're trying to work out whether or not people that have got these uh wow. and exposed to toxoplasma gondi might have uh you know a, a more entrepreneurial spirit than more, more risk-taking more what, risk-taking what about evil like knievel is any mention of him in the article I think he lived on cat poop. I think he lived on it. Um, and uh, and and good old News Corp. Here's a here's a picture that goes with it. Look at that. Oh right, yeah, that's fantastic. So, so describe so, that one for the yeah. Listeners. So we've got a litter tray here, and it looks like the cat's done with a little bit of a perhaps a Mr. Whippy style good poo. It, it in spells brown. Good poo in brown cat poo. Yeah. So, wow. Who's a clever kitty? Yeah. So, so there you go. <laughs> so Toxoplasma gondi's one that always gets a bit of um. Yeah. The the, the, the pregnant women always get a little bit um scared about. Because yeah. it, it, it can potentially uh, infect humans and yeah. can potentially cause uh, abortions in women. Yeah, so, and, and, um, and defects, defects as well in the fetuses. But things, maybe we'll yeah. bring that on another another, another topic day. Other, another Be- day on the show. Because some that's, people that's might have gone, oh, toxoplasma yeah. gondi. That's just a little sizzle for yeah. later. Yeah, and on you mentioned you mentioned mice. There's mice that are infected with uh, toxoplasma. Yes, they actually. Um, I'm not sure if it's attracted to or not fearful of cat urine. Oh, so the, really? there's a bit of a theory that so when they're infected with toxoplasma, which they get from cats yes, as yeah. well, but obviously cats need to to for the parasite to perpetuate, cats need to eat mice yes. to get it, essentially. Or um well, there's a bit of lightning, I think, mate. Oh, in the podcast. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, cats need to obviously eat mice or raw meats to perpetuate it on. Yeah, yeah. So when r- mice are infected by it, they actually turn out to be not scared of cat wee and and uh, and approach more likely to approach a cat and, and right. hence get eaten. Which which I guess is um. So I was saying this about uh, talking to someone about this at work today that. It's in a parasite's um, interest to a not kill off the host, yes. but b increase the chances that itself is then going to be spread yeah. to yeah. Um, to either definitive host or to another yeah. another yeah. host. Yeah. So well, it's not going to survive if the host dies, is it? Well, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. All it's going to do is then get end up, you know, just you know, in Dead. the in the dirt somewhere. Dead. So, um, oh, exactly. so so oh, yeah, it one. was. Um, so I thought that was just uh, in- interesting that um, the sort of things that you can potentially try and all. Plug together just uh, for the fun of science. Yeah, so. perfect. All right, mate. Here, disclaimer. Oh, disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. cheers. Thank you. So, um, uh, uh, all advice on this show is general in nature. So, please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything or if you need any clarification. What have you got today, Lewis? Alrighty, now I um, we got an Instagram question. I thought this was a good spot for a topic for us to. Um, to talk about, just trying to find where that question is. So it came through on Instagram. Yep. Our three-year-old female tabby throws up once a week. Right. Everything else is, seems normal. The food is either partially digested or not very digested, mm. depending on when she throws it up. Sometimes she throws it up within 10 minutes of eating. Other yep. times it may be hours since she ate. Right. I was wondering, could she have a food allergy? I give her hairball medicine several times a week and brush her daily. Her vomit never seems to contain anything but food and some bile. No blood, no foreign objects, not even hairballs. Yeah, right. Thank you. Right. So I thought, well, that's a cracker of a a topic we can can, uh, get, get happening. So, you know, I thought touching on chronic vomiting in cats, essentially. Yes. So... Uh, vomiting. Oh, there's a bit of lightning going. It is. Yeah, storm, there's a mate. huge light show yeah. going on. What yeah. if that's coming across on the podcast? The yeah. thunder <laughs> and the crackle. <laughs> oh. So, look, the the biggest thing, I guess, with chronic vomiting, and I'm sure you'd see this, um, you know, at, at your clinic, is yep. is the excuses the owner gives. 
for why yeah, their cat's vomiting. Yeah, you know? okay, so, yep. So the cat might be a vomit. Everyone sort of says, oh, he occasionally vomits, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a bit of a study that was done. The top four excuses right. that owners give for why their cats vomit. Yep. So my cat has always vomited. Yes. So it must be normal for them. Okay, right. Uh, she eats too fast. Yes. And then she vomits. Yep. Number two. Number three, he's just a puker. So right. he's just a vomiter. He yep. just vomits. That's what he does. Yep. That's my yep. cat. That, that, that's, that's on his uh, on his birth certificate. Yep. He's a vomiter. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And four, she has a sensitive stomach. Yep. So they're sort of four things. Look, having kids, mate, if uh, if you had a child that vomited once a month, yes, yep. you wouldn't just be going, oh, yeah, Ruben, he's just a vomiter. Or Stella, Stella, yep. she, she just eats too fast and vomits. Yeah, Ruben's done that before. <laughs> <laughs> But At it a wouldn't Christmas be, party, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Christmas so once a year, mate. Yeah, once yeah, yeah. A year. No, yeah. It's only we once all a year overindulge once a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're allowed to do that. But I guess the thing I'm getting at is, yeah. is, is vomiting cats. We do say is not normal. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, continued vomiting is is not normal. Even sort of vomiting. If you're vomiting and your cat's vomiting, it's vomiting up a hairball. Yeah. We still, it's moving more water thinking that even if it's a hairball that's coming out, it's still not a normal thing that, that yeah. your cat's doing. And certainly in the last five years, our knowledge on this area yeah. has really gone, you know, gone through the roof. From us saying those four excuses to the owners. Yes, yeah. You know, certainly when I graduate, now we're moving along to saying, now hang on a sec, a cat vomiting is not sort of a normal thing that's going on. Yeah, yep. So, you know, vomiting, obviously when we're talking about vomiting, we're talking about it's all encompassing. It's uh, vomiting of food, yep. vomiting of food or maybe bile yes. or frothy saliva yeah. or hairballs. And there's an abdominal effort with it. You know, yep. there's there's a movement of the tummy. There's a real retch with it. Going back to like what we were talking about um, uh, quite a few pods ago, the difference between regurgitation yep. and vomiting. Regurgitation, passive. Yeah. Vomiting is a real abdominal yep. effort, really working hard to yeah. get it right and, out. And I think regurgitation is a pretty rare thing in cats. We don't Absolutely, tend to see yeah. that very much. So, you know, it sort of comes down to when... You know, if your cat's vomiting, when should you go and see a vet? When should you come and see us? And, and you know, what are we going to do? So, yep. um, we the studies sort of that are coming out are saying that if your cat vomits more than twice a month, yep, your pet should be coming to say good day. Okay, yeah, right. So, you know, more than once a fortnight, I guess, is, is is what we're looking at. Yeah. Um. Or and and if you don't know, keep a vomit journal. Yes. Lovely thing to keep. Yes. Vomit journal. So. Yep. yep. What have we had so far? We had poo journal, poo wee journal. journal, haven't we? Vomit journal. It's just, it's just or or any of the any uh yeah you know uh. Any all secretions, yeah, you know, exactly. regardless of where they come from. Well, well not all secretions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we just, uh, you know, we like to like to uh, you to spend all your time doing journals and not yeah, enjoying your right, pet time. Yeah. Really, that's that's really what we're about. So yeah, obviously vomiting that much many times. If the frequency of vomiting is increasing, yep. or your cat is losing weight, you yeah, need, yep. need to come and see. There is one little caveat, I suppose. If your cat's a, a grass or a plant eater, yep, it's sort of known that you know when cats eat grass or they plants it does sort of irritate their esophagus irritate yeah. the stomach and often they'll vomit sort of vomit after that eating up. that so that's probably yeah. not, not so much of an issue yeah yeah um and then of course everyone in the past and certainly even today i guess we still a lot of people are recommending hairball remedies you know? yeah oh your cat's got hairballs take some cat lax or yes you know take this hairball control food um you know have some cat, cat grasses maybe to help yeah. you know, help the vomiting what we're finding, though, is that's a bit of a Band-Aid solution. Yep. It's not really addressing the underlying cause of why has your cat got yeah. this chronic, chronic vomiting problem. And I guess I look at it a bit like, you know, your cat's got diarrhea or your dog's got diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. And you put a cork in their bum to stop it. Yes, yeah, you're yeah, You're just gotcha. stopping the diarrhea. You're not you're really st You're stopping the it. signs of what you're seeing. You're not actually stopping the reason for why it's happening. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So there was a really cool study that was done, um, and I should have a date on it, done in 2012, so sort of six years ago, which is, you know, the last six years, I guess our knowledge has really increased. And they looked at, uh, they got up to about three, 300 cats in the end that right. were having symptoms of chronic vomiting, yep. some diarrhea, weight loss, or a combination of any of them. And what they found, they did biopsies on these cats. Okay, yep. So, opened them up, full thickness biopsies yep. of the intestines, and they found that, uh, I think it was 90% uh, of these of the cats that have been vomiting for more than once every fortnight, Yeah, 90% yeah. of them had some sort of intestinal disease. Right. They got so, which is just phenomenal. Like yeah. so, that that's really what changed us to thinking. Okay, vomiting is not normal. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. 
they, um, you know, and, and half of those cats that had a problem had what we call inter- inflammatory bowel disease. Yep. And then the other half of the cats had some kind of cancer. Yes, um, yeah. Which, which is really unfortunate. So it means that, that you know, it sort of indicates to us that we need to be pursuing it a bit further. Yeah, so yeah. That, so that we need to look into these things that, that, you know, your cat may just not have a food allergy or inflammatory bowel disease. There is that small risk that, um, that we've got some cancer yep, uh, yep. going on. Um, so there was some, there's some sort of thinking that, that cats with chronic vomiting have chronic intestinal disease. Yeah. And if they've been doing it from a really young age, the continual insults to the intestine sets up the intestine to possibly converting to have cancer yeah. sort of later on in life. Well, what they talk about sort of constant cellular turnover. Yeah. Uh, the, the analogy I use with that is like getting lots of sunburn. Yes, yeah, spot know, on. The more sunburn you get, the more cellular turnover you get, the more cellular turnover you get, the more chance you've got of one of those cells that turns over ain't listening to its normal systems, becomes a cancer and then starts to spread through. Yeah, you're spot on. So we sort of think, you know, that those old cats that we see that are, you know, over 12 years of age that have, in inverted commas, suddenly got intestinal cancer probably have been brewing for years, you know, and years with maybe inflammatory bowel disease or some low-grade cancer going on. And had we intervened a little bit earlier then possibly we could, you know, avoid the, the really bad signs that, that, that we've got going on now. Yeah, control the inflammatory bowel disease and try and prevent it progressing into into cancer. Because, yeah. you know, years ago there was the... Um, there was all the, the massive debate about, you know, what's, what is the difference between the inflammatory bowel disease and the low-grade elementary cancers, yes. you know, and that they go back and look at previous ones that previous uh, previous samples that pathologists have called one and then go oh hang on this was a wrong diagnosis and that yes. was a wrong diagnosis there was an awful lot of changing of the goalposts but i think they've really refined that down now haven't they oh be able definitely to say, i think this study was you know they, there was uh, i think there's a second study that's come since then just looking at all these cats so um i guess you know my sort of thoughts is when the when the cat comes into the clinic that's, yeah. that's got the chronic vomiting. My sort of process would be, and this is, um, you know, owners can do some of this at home, I guess, in, yeah. in their own way, but probably if the cat's vomiting, you need to just get checked by the vet first. But yeah. normally we'll, we'll check the worming status yeah. of the cat, you know, the update with worms, intestinal worms, essentially. Yeah. And then we might, depending on the age of the cat, we might think about doing some blood tests if there's Correct. some chronic, yep. chronic vomiting going on. Um, you know, looking, you know, if it's an older cat, we might look at diabetes or hypothyroidism yep. or, or, or something like that. Renal disease, liver yeah. disease, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Of lots of different things that, that can cause, cause vomiting. And if that all comes back normal, um, often, now there's a bit of, a little bit of conjecture. Certainly when I went to that conference that we met at yep. last year, one of the lecturers there was saying go on a dietary trial for only two weeks. Yes. Was yep. adequate for cats. But certainly I usually recommend, I don't know about you, mate, I usually recommend a sort of six-week dietary trial. Yeah. And you've got to keep your vomit journal going yeah. during that, that time. Um, and often we find that or the the cat, about fifty percent of cats will improve. Yeah, going on to like you know a chicken and rice diet or a hypoallergenic. Yep, or some of the you know brands that hopefully will sponsor us yeah. in the future and then we can <laughs> a, mention a, them. A novel protein yeah. diet. Yeah, yeah yes, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, or or onto leave a gap. Yeah, leave a gap. The, yeah, in case they want to sponsor <laughs> us. So you know, um, and, and going on to that, and, and I usually say, look, go on six weeks. Yeah, sort of, sort of, sort of thing. But the latest, perhaps, there's a bit more information coming out that only needs to be for two weeks. Yeah, right. And 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 there was some thought that you'll see an improvement within about four days. Yeah, right. Yeah, of that. And then if that doesn't work, look, generally we're looking at going for for a gastrointestinal sort of work up yeah, of yep. some sort which uh, on just what you're talking about the food trial the, I think the really important thing with that is that once they're on that diet and you're doing the food trial they can have nothing yes. else it's yes. got it's got to be that diet and nothing else because if they yeah if they eat a bit of your ham if the, if you if they get on and eat a bit lick off your plate with a bit of bolognese yep. then they're getting exposed potentially to the proteins that flared them up in the first place you got to restart your food trial again exactly and it can include some worm tablets as well they can have yes. sort of a, some meat flavoring in them or any yeah. tablets at all you know perhaps that are flavored so yeah or paste or, or whatever you're giving so no that's a really good important point definitely so i guess you know where we sort of go 
you know, with with diagnostic stuff is usually, I mean, there's a few ways we can go and, and often it's up to the vet's discretion yeah. as, as to what they think. So some, you know, um, some people will go down the way of an abdominal ultrasound. Yep. And that's often a good sort of starting point. Screening process. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and But the thing to, to sort of remember is, is we can or, or we can or uh, if, if you're good with ultrasounding, certainly your vet can, can look at the thickness of, of the small bowel, which yep. is the area that we're sort of sort of focusing on, but you've got to be aware that this is often what we call a segmented uh, disease. Yeah. So you know it will affect one portion of the bowel, but then it won't affect another portion of yeah. the bowel. So when you when they're doing an ultrasound or when we're doing an ultrasound of the bowel, we're looking for thickening in areas of the bowel. Um, and look, uh, most uh, most cats will have areas that, that are thickened on on ultrasound if they've if they've got a problem. Um, but then there will be some cats that, that even though they've got small bowel disease, will still have normal measurements on the ultrasound. Yeah. So it makes it really difficult. You know, ultrasound is not always as good and as wonderful a diagnostic tool for this disease yep. as we see. And, you know, some sometimes, certainly I have in the past used endoscopy. So yep. putting a little camera up their bum, uh, taking some samples, you know, maybe one uh, down into the stomach as well. But we do find now that that's not, really adequate enough to give us a diagnosis is it yeah i think there's um there's there's debate on that depending on so the so the guy that um was at the conference last year he was saying that uh, intestinal biopsies are fine you know you don't uh, endoscopic biopsies are fine you don't have to worry about getting full thickness ones but then you talk to pathologists and pathologists say please give us full thickness yes. ones because the yes. endoscopic ones, they're all, you know, it's a little bit too fuzzy. Um, and so there's a, there's, there's some, I think it's one of those things where if you get a diagnosis from endoscopic, then that's great. Yes. And if you don't, then you've gone and done an endoscopic and then yeah. go, crap, we haven't got an answer. Now we've got to go and do the full thickness ones. Yeah. So me, me personally, I prefer doing the full thickness yes. ones. Um, yes. You know, yes. I think it's, a, you know, you can say... The other thing then when you're doing the full thickness ones is that then it means you can get samples of the liver as well. You can yeah. get uh, you can get if lymph nodes. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's um, so you can actually track where that disease is elsewhere throughout the uh, throughout the abdomen. Exactly, too. and I think the endoscopy stuff because it is a segmental disease. Yeah. You know, when you're going in there and just taking some really small samples from certain areas of the bowel, there's a high chance you're going to miss the spot. Sort of, sort of. Anyway, yeah. And certainly, when I've done them in the past, I haven't been that successful. I feel, and it always came back as a just benign inflammation. Didn't really, I didn't get deep enough into the tissue. Yeah. So certainly, I'm, I sort of move away from from endoscopy. So as you've sort of mentioned, I think you know the gold standard usually yeah. probably these days certainly um, amongst us, and maybe we can have a chat to. Uh, Richard Gowan, the the cat guy, yes, you know, my, uh, friend of the podcast, friend of the pod, friend yeah, of the show, from the Richard, cat clinic, yeah. and he can come and uh, you know give us. But certainly, it is biopsies by surgery, and I guess it's one of those things as well, similar to to cruciate surgeries. It's whatever your vet does to give them the best chance of getting a diagnosis. You know, if your vet thinks that they can give you the best chance of diagnosis doing endoscopic biopsies, endoscopic biopsies, go for it. Yeah. Um, if yeah. if your vet thinks that your best chance of getting it is doing full thickness biopsies biopsies do full thickness because reality is the um the jury's out as far as which one is 100 percent the right way to go for yep. so go for whichever one the operator is the most comfortable yeah with. yeah no we're, we're not we're not your vets of your pets are we so no um we're we might here. be oh, sorry we could we, be we might yes, be. Could yeah. be yes if we are come and say hello <laughs> but but certainly you know yeah listen to what your vet says and yeah you know obviously we're not trying to tell tell them that to to what to do in, in yeah. that sort of sense. But I guess, you know, we sort of, you know, the take-home message a little bit is that the, the full thickness biopsies are where we're trying to go yeah. for that thing, which seems like a really um, big step to do yeah. in a young cat, but it's not, it's a pretty risk-free procedure. It's, very low risk. Yeah, very, low very risk. low risk. Yeah. Exactly, you know. Um, you know, it does involve an anaesthetic, of course. But also when you, you know, you've, you're doing treatments, it's a real um, temptation to just treat the cat symptomatically when we've got the vomiting, you know. Mm. Let's try hairball food. Let's try, you know, uh, you know some uh, some medication maybe that, the, that we might try and, and really try and, and that can often just mask the underlying symptoms. And really we should be saying, look, your cat's chronically vomiting. Yeah. We need to go and actually diagnose this so then we can pinpoint the treatment. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the absolutely right. You know, you either 
you either make the decision of trying to work out what it is that you're trying to treat so that you can treat it specifically and you know that if things aren't going better, it's because, but you know what it is you're dealing with, or you're literally throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. yeah. And, and for some people, that's all they want to do, and that's cool. Well, that's right. But if you want an answer, you know, or if things aren't going right, you then can't, you don't want to start getting sort of antsy with us going, well, why aren't things going right? It's going, yeah. well, we, you didn't let us get a, an yeah. answer for you, you know? And, and, but so. that's understandable. I mean, everyone has, you know, what they, their limits to what they exactly. want to do. Yes. You know, whether it's money or just a reluctance yep. or, or whatever it might be. Um, so, you know, there certainly are things we will do. There's a food trial that we mentioned. Yep. There are some medications that, that we can try and see Absolutely. if it's a possibility of being inflammatory bowel disease. But there's a bit of a proviso that if we do treat for inflammatory bowel disease and then down the track we find out that it's actually cancer, that treatment for the inflammatory bowel disease can actually upset the chemotherapy that we might use as a, as the cancer treatment, so yeah. so it does does sort of clash a little bit. Yeah. So Yvette would need to have a talk to you about you know uh, sort of your plans and what you would do, and and if you wouldn't do chemotherapy, that's all fine. I mean that that's mm. your your decision. Yeah. Um. But that that is the treatment if it's a, a lymphoma, which is the most common common type of cancer, um, that we have is 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 sort of a, a chemotherapy. But if it's a confirmed inflammatory bowel disease, then often we'll go down the path of uh, some maybe some diets, maybe some corticosteroids, yep. some vitamin B12, those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. So, yeah, really good question. Thank you so much on, on, on Instagram. I'm not sure who it was by, but I'm sure they're listening. And, yeah, uh, there and, you go. And, and sign, sign up to Patreon and, uh, <laughs> and support us for, for answering your question. Yeah, and, and, and um, you know, the, as you were saying, like the big thing with the um, – yeah, oh, my cat's just got hairballs. Quite often, if you happen to be inside of a cat trying to remove a foreign body, you find that these cats have got hair in their stomach yes. anyway. Yes. So, you know, all, all most cats that are vomiting up hairballs, they're vomiting for some other reason. It's yes. just that there happens to be a hairball there to bring up. That's a good you know, point. That's if a great the, point. You know, just because your cat's vomiting up a hairball doesn't mean that they're just trying to clear up the hairball. Because there's plenty of cats that don't vomit that have hairballs in their stomach. Exactly. That come out the other end. Yeah. So, not, not not every long hair cat vomits hairballs in a say. You know, they, they might... You know, they might produce a hairball once every six months or, or yeah. something like that. But but if you know, it, it really comes down to the frequency aspect, regardless of the length of the hair and what they're bringing up. Yeah, yeah. good point. Spot yeah, on. and it's um and and you're absolutely right in the um the the, the big thing with it is you know, you can't tell from the outside what is going yeah. on. Yeah, you rule out the easy stuff to rule out first. Yes. you try and deal with the stuff that's easy to deal with from the outside first, and when you're still not coming up with anything. Yeah, you got to. That's when you make your decision. You got there's a fork in the road. Get an answer or throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Exactly, symptomatic. And, and, and whichever one of those uh, pathways you decide to take, that's cool. But the big thing is do something. Yeah, who so was on, it? John Northey. John Northey. Go do oh, something. D- oh, don't be do. Yes. Wasn't that something like that? Yes. Yeah, 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 Great yeah. AFL coach. Do something. Australian Footy Rules coach for all our uh, Madagascan listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got something there, mate? Yeah, so um, it's Dental Health Month um, here in uh, here in Australia. You know, it's the um, might be worldwide. If it is, let us know. You know, our, our international listeners. But it, um, is it, it going to be finished by the time this podcast goes out? Because well, this is going to come out at the end, the end of the week. Won't next it? next be, week, yeah. Next so, week, yeah. Still be in August. Smack yeah, bang yeah, in the middle of Dental one. Health Month. Good so um, so a Dental Health Month. Um, just a time to try and get people thinking. What's happening with my pet's teeth? Yep. You know, unless your pet's already had all of its teeth removed, your pet's wow. got teeth. Right. You know? yeah. And it's so, so that means chances are your pet's got teeth. Yes. Um, and if your pet has got problems with its teeth, then the chances are your pet is in pain. Yes. It's not going to be telling you it's painful. No. It's not going to be making any noise. It's not going to be whimpering because even if your pet's mouth is really sore, it is still going to eat because if it doesn't eat, it's going to starve and your pet doesn't want to starve. So they're still going to eat. So um, and, and they've got no way of sort of saying, oh, my back tooth really hurts, do they? This really, really yeah, hurts yeah. here. I've got a toothache. They just look at it and they go, well, hang on, something hurts. So oh, I guess now my life is just that something hurts. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's just part of the new paradigm. Away I go with life. And the classic one is is the dog or cat that you see, 
and you convince the owners, yeah, look, it needs a dental, it's in, in discomfort and pain. Yeah. And the owner's, oh, no, there's no obvious sign of it. No, no, it seems, seems okay. And you go ahead and do the dental and you take out a few teeth that are painful. Yeah. And they come in for the recheck three or four days afterwards and they say, oh, my goodness, the change in my dog or cat, yeah. the demeanour change, it was obviously was an underlying discomfort for them. Yeah. They're no longer irritable, you know, they're, uh, they're not yelling at the kids anymore, yeah. you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I- yeah, I had really a cl- common. I had a classic one years ago. It was a, this little white fluffy dog that was an absolute nightmare. Like it, it was a demon of a dog. Yes. Um, and the owners said, look, we can't get near the dog. And it might have been one that they got from a, a passed away um, you know, a relative or something oh, like yeah. that. Um, and the dog's mouth, you could smell it from the oh. waiting room, right? Oh. Yeah. You know, and they've gone, look, you know, this, there's some, you know, He's really cranky, really, really bad. And like I'm trying to have a feel of this dog's mouth and I thought I could feel there was a swelling on its yes. jaw. Oh, yeah. And I mm. said, look, there's there's something going on here. We really need to knock it out and have a look. We went in and what that dog had was it actually had a fractured jaw oh. from where the infection had gone around the teeth had got into the bone and had fractured the bone. Wow. Now, now obviously, there was also other things it could have been. It could have been a bone tumour or yes. something like that. The reason why I know it wasn't a bone tumour was when I pulled out the teeth and then put some things in there to try and hold the jaw together, the jaw got better. And, wow. you know, so, so, but this dog went from, we can't get near this dog and if it wasn't Arnie Flows, we'd have it yes, put to sleep yes. to... All of a sudden, you know, as you say, back again in a week, and this dog that had a fractured jaw yep. is now suddenly, it's it's a beautiful dog. It's sitting on our lap. It's really friendly. And wow! Like, it, it it was insane. The, and obviously, that's a pretty extreme yeah. case. Yeah. But Do you have it. Did you have it drinking through a straw, mate? Everything, yeah, like that, like yeah. that poor, uh, poor Bradshaw Bray kid from um, from the Fremantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a, st- a steak milkshake was it? Or <laughs> yeah, K- KFC just blended. <laughs> yeah. Put it through a Thermomix. <laughs> not, not not plastic straws. That's that's not not PC. No, 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 no absolutely, straw. no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, non disposable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it was. Um, so it, it it can be an amazing how much discomfort your pet yep. can be in that they just go. Well, I guess that's just life. So the way to try and tell is I, I say to people lift up your dog's lip. Yep. And a if your dog or cat won't let them lift up your lip, it might be because they're sore to begin with. Mm-hmm. B if you do it and it looks bright red or it's brown, you go. Oh, hang on, something's not or, right or here. Or it's bleeding. Or bleeding. bleeding yep. yep. Or if you lift it up and you recoil going, oh my goodness, that stinks, mm. there's something going on yep. in there, you know. Yep. Not um, normal. Not not normal, absolutely. Yep. So, um, you know, there are things that can be done to try and help your pet to try and take that discomfort away. It might remain, mean losing teeth. Obviously, you know, it's going to mean giving a general anaesthetic to go in there and clean up that teeth. But the risk of the general anaesthetic is very, very low. The payoff for benefit for your pet oh, of yeah. taking the pain away, taking the pressure off the body by clearing out that infection is potentially huge. So Pet Dental Health Month tip Good of the one. week, lift up the lip. And if it looks a bit weird or it smells a bit funky, it is funky. Get in and see your vet and do something about it. Awesome, mate. Do <laughs> something. <laughs> That's fantastic. And we well, a couple of pods ago, we talked about anesthetic free dentals. So, oh yes, yeah. You know, don't don't be sort of don't jump on the bandwagon of the uh, of the the dental month and think that maybe you know that might be a possibility. Certainly, we've got our opinions on that. So yes. go back to I uh, might be four or five pods ago. Yeah, um, yeah. in the show notes and, and have a look and 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 see our opinions on on that sort of thing. If if you want a bit of an idea and um and if you wanted to see what it what we do when we do a dog's um, dental, yeah. I actually gave Rosie a dental um a couple of weeks ago, which I mentioned on the pod yes. a little while ago. I've cut the video together Yay! and I tried putting it on YouTube and it was taking, it was halfway through and it had taken six hours oh. and I had to leave work. So it's not up yet, oh. but, I've, but I've cut it all together. So I've just got to put it all through Good in stuff. there. So, have, um, have you got a, a millennial vet nurse, mate, that can do that? You know, Try and compress a, a, it. Or a younger vet nurse that knows what they're doing. I'm uh, not saying you don't know what you're doing, Robbie, but computers I, and uh, middle-aged men, mate, <laughs> don't go so well often. We, we, we bumble around. Yeah, yeah, we bumble around. That's, that's why Lewis is much better on all the social stuff you know he's, he's much more attuned to it i, I dabble but it's only, you do it's, well, only mate. A, it's only a dabbling you that's do all. well mate yeah. really no you do a great job oh, pat on the thanks back. buddy yeah, thank back. you very much all righty excellent uh, 
We got any mailbag this week? Oh, I don't. I haven't got any. Have no, you got I any? Think we're running short of time anyway. All right, no problems at all. So, um, uh, once again, thank you very much to our supporters yes. on Patreon. Yes. You know? So, it's Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com. Yes. And search for Two Vets Talk Pets. That's two with a T W O. Yeah. Swing and us a buck. Yeah. You know, swing, yeah. It, swing us a little bit of cash. Yeah. You know, say hi while you're there. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty sure it's Aussie dollars. So, uh, so if in America, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's less, I guess. It's even less it's, for yeah, you. There right. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dime a dime a week. There you go. Even better. There you go. Um, and we're um, hopefully get some um, – oh, we've, we've been toying with the idea of trying to do some, um, you know, uh, extra things like maybe do some um, like uh, – um, uh, what are they called? Uh, commentary tracks right. for, like, for like movies. Like if we sit yes. down, we might do like um, you know, animal movies, like you know, Secret Life of Pets or things like yeah. that. And so we we'll have those as um as bonus content yeah, for our right. Patreon subscribers. That's, that's so a good idea, so mate. If you uh, yeah, if you want to get a part of that. Yeah, get a part of Patreon. Well, well, even this week, aren't we? We're heading off to the ASAV, the Australian Small Animal Veterinary Conference that's yes. on in Melbourne. And uh, we've got a couple of media passes lined up for that. And so we're going to do media some... Media passes? Yeah, I know. How don't good's we, that? Don't we feel special? Oh, so special. <laughs> and we'll get a lanyard and all. It's going to be awesome. We'll get an escort, apparently. Oh, I know. That's a bit weird. Might I be a security guard so we don't drink any beers or what? something. <laughs> You're only here in the media part. You don't get to have the hors d'oeuvres. That, that's right. Yeah, no smoked salmon and uh, smoked salmon and capers for you yeah. on the on the little batard. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're going to be sitting there just making sure we don't ask the hard questions. Oh, do you reckon? Maybe that's it. Maybe Shut it, us down. Yeah, yeah. They go. Yeah, no, sorry, your, your time's over. Yeah, you know? that's right. No, it's definitely Zilkeen. Yeah, yeah. No, not, not, not whatever Robbie was <laughs> I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say Zilkeen. I'm sorry. Zilkeen. Zilkeen. <laughs> don't be a deal. Dill, uh, don't be a dill. Keep it all chill or something. What yeah. do I say? <laughs> I don't know. Run back the tape. We'll check it out. <laughs> all right, well, everybody. All right, guys. That's it for today. Uh, hit us up on email and on Instagram. Get, send us some questions so we've got some mailbag. And uh, otherwise, uh, that's it. Yep. All right. See you guys. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.